Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Sports Betting Media. Hello, everybody. Welcome along to the Golf Betting Podcast. I'm James Butler. I'm going to be joined by Dave Tyndall, the legendary golf pundit, as always. And Dave, firstly, hello. And secondly, I need your help this week because we're looking ahead to the Tour Championship played at the East Lake Golf Club in Atlanta, Georgia. It's the final event of the rather shortened PGA Tour season. I'm okay so far. But then looking at the, the markets, which we'll get to in a second, and then looking at how this tournament is kind of comprised, players starting on different scores, fill me in. I'm a bit stupid, as you know. T- tell me what this is all about. Yeah, so basically we've had the FedEx Cup playoffs, and this is a final event to see who wins, like hundreds of millions or whatever it is. And for playing well in the first few events, you get rewarded by actually starting on a better score than your rivals. So it's just 30 players this week, top 30 in the standings. So you get the slightly uneasy kind of system. They've, they've tried different systems, but the one currently in place is that the best players have got a, a start. I mean, yeah. already you can see, is that right? <laughs> because imagine Usain Bolt being given like a 10-meter start. He doesn't it, need it, does he? It, so, it, it wouldn't do me any good, Dave, but it's uh, probably going to do Dustin Johnson some good, isn't it? He starts on minus 10, John Rahm's on minus 8, then you've got Justin Thomas on um, 7 under, Webb Simpson is 6 under, Colin Marikawa, my mate, is on 5 under, and then uh, you've got uh, plenty in the field behind them. I think they, <coughs> excuse me, the, the 30th placed in the field, They well, you've got Cameron Smith, Victor Hovland, uh, Mackenzie Hughes, Cameron Champ, and Billy Horschel, who all start on even par at the start of this tournament. It's very, very complicated, this, but I guess, it, I mean, it's, it's kind of like adding a handicap to a, a, a sport that's got handicaps as part of it. Yeah, so I mean, basically those guys you just read out at the bottom they've got no chance they, yeah. they can't give Dustin Johnson a, a 10 shot start he beat them all by 11 the other way so as far as I can say I, I mean Rory McIlroy but I mean this is Rory McIlroy don't forget he managed to win from fifth place out of the 30 and that was some effort because he was giving the leader five shots but I don't think you can give the leaders any more than that this time so I would roll out the bottom 25, basically, in that market. Okay. I think it's between between Dustin Johnson, Ram, Justin Thomas, Webb Simpson, and Colin Morikawa. 
Well, let's uh, have a look at the prices then ahead of this uh, Tour Championship event. Dustin Johnson is the favourite because he starts on 10 under. He is around about, well, the best price I can see on the on the markets is 2 to 1 for Dustin. John Rahm is also around about the same price. Um, you've got Justin Thomas in there at 11 to 2. You've got Webb Simpson in there at 11 to 1. And Colin Marakawa is in there around about 22 to 1 as well. It, it's, as you say, going to be probably one of those five. You wouldn't look any further down then. I mean, Rory McIlroy, just to get to him first, he's got the impending arrival of a daughter as well, which complicates things. It doesn't necessarily make him the best bet in the world, does it? No, because he, he's about to walk off if the little one arrives. So, yeah, I mean, it's just going to be so difficult to play catch-up. What you can do, though, you can, with some of the bookies offering five each-way places, you could look at someone down at maybe at the minus threes or even the minus twos if you're optimistic and think they could run into a place. I don't think they can win it, but I think they could run into a place and maybe nick fourth or fifth, and then you'd get you know an each-way uh, price on someone around maybe 33 to 1 at 50 odds. Okay. But I just feel with that, you can, you're giving up the win part of it. But I suppose at those odds, it, it, it's still worth it in an each-way sense. The other way of playing it, of course, is some bookies are just betting on who shoots the lowest 72-hole score. Uh, the only problem with that, it's not very easy to keep track of. No. You'll have to kind of work it out yourself as you go along. And there's no actual prize for shooting the lowest 72-hole score. So it's just something that will kind of emerge at the end of play is the pota- end of the tournament so I mean they're obviously all good players that are in this field because they've had to play well to get here I mean on that basis on the on the 72 hole score looking down the markets where they know they haven't got a chance to really win it it's going to be either boom or bust isn't it they just go out and enjoy themselves maybe the pressure's off a little bit and they maybe shoot a low score as a as a consequence of that yeah, there's certainly an argument you can freewheel it. And I think what I'm going to do, I think, is pick one from each market so we give sort of listeners a, a shot at both. Okay. Well, we, I mean, we always record this as late on as possible because usually it gives you a chance to look at the rumours, the, the comments in the in the press tent and, and various other factors before we see that first ball hit in anger. Is that less relevant this week because of the nature of this event? No, I think um, there's a lot of press conferences held um, yesterday, which the transcripts have been written up that I've just read this morning. This is Wednesday morning when we're recording. Sorry, Thursday morning we're recording this. Um, it starts Friday to Monday. But This isn't a good start when we got a punter that doesn't even know what day it is. I know. Literally don't know <laughs> what day it is. I'm, I'm pleased. I'm, at least I'm a day <laughs> the right side of things because it starts uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Friday. Uh, it's not already started and I'm talking away in complete ignorance. But yeah, there were a lot of press conferences held and I did actually pick something up from one of the players who I was looking at and thinking, would he have a chance? But the, the worry for him, I'm talking about Scotty Scheffler, who was brilliant in the USPGA, actually held, held the joint lead in the final round before finishing fourth at a big price. But he's played some great golf recently. The, the problem I had with him was that he's never played this course. And I thought, well, that's obviously a disadvantage. Or has he never, never played this course? Actually, he has, because in the press conference, someone said to him, oh, you remember winning the East Lake? The, the course this week is East Lake. Someone said to him, oh, you won the Le- East Lake Cup here in 2016. Went, oh, right. And he went, yes, I remember a lot of holes being long, having to hit a lot of drivers, get the ball in play. And I think that's one of the strengths of my game. So he won that college, collegiate event shooting a 66 so suddenly a guy you think well you'll have to completely learn this has actually been there and got happy memories of the place with a good score under his belt so looking at that shoot the lowest score uh, market Scotty Scheffler is he's one of the guys who's going to start at minus two so I don't think he can possibly overhaul Dustin Johnson 
but he could certainly shoot the lowest score of the week. He's around 30 to 1, 28 to 1 to do that. So just on the back of that quote that he's he's played it before, I thought that was worth a look. I like that. Yeah, and you're right, I mean, at two under, he's got an awful lot to do, hasn't he, to catch Dustin Johnson there to overhaul the, the top end of the market. But um, the collegiate thing, it com- it's becoming a regular thread of this podcast, isn't it, that players have played it when they're, they've been a little bit younger. So maybe Scotty Scheffler is that man. Let's have a look further up then in terms of your other bets in uh, ahead of this event, the Tour Championship. Where, where are we going next? So in the actual who actually wins the whole thing, which is what what this leaderboard is, is designed to show. So when you watch your TV screens, you'll be seeing the leaderboard to win this market that we're going to be talking about. Now, the actual yeah. who's going to win the you know the FedEx Cup. So obviously, we've said Dustin Johnson starts with a two-shot lead, but he's two to one. Plus, he's got the target on his back, so everyone's gunning at him. And it's almost like, well, all right, mate, it's yours to lose when that's not normally the case. Normally, they all start on a level playing field. And, you know, there's no one... Um, they're not aware that they're the bookies' favourite necessarily. That they might have an idea that they're one of the favourites. But Dustin Johnson is the leader. He he's got the lead. He's the one they're shooting at. So I I don't want to back him at two to one. He was actually thirtieth and last at this course. Yeah, on on the basis that you know, if it was the if if we were coming into the final round and somebody had a two shot lead at the top of the market, you would certainly think somebody could overhaul them. He's got seventy two holes to defend that uh, score. That's a little bit more of a, an onerous task. That's right. Yeah, he knows from the start that he's the one to be shot at. So I don't want to take him at two to one in those circumstances. I don't really want to take John Rahm at three to one because there's enough players around him. But I. I I will actually play Webb Simpson in this market. Webb Simpson did our podcast a favour, didn't he, in the very early days at Hilton Head when he, he was a winner for us at 20 to 1. He's, so he's fourth, basically. So he's got four shots to catch up on Dustin Johnson. On this course, which isn't a bomber's course by any means, I think he can do that. He's got a lot of good course form, a number of fourths and fifths. In great form, is superb on Bermuda Greens, which is what we've got this week. And I just think he's near enough He's kind of in the right place, maybe maybe where Rory McIlroy was last year. He's he's not expected to win, and yet he's near enough to win if he has a great week. So he's eleven to one. Obviously, um, there's some each way juice in that price because we're looking at say William Hill have got fifth of top five, so he's eleven to one. So you could just back him at that price, and if he merely holds his position of fourth, he could even slip one to fifth. You're still getting the each way return, but I think on this course, Webb Simpson, given the fact he's um, been winning far more regularly in recent times than he has throughout his career. I think he he might just fancy himself for this. And at eleven to one, a double figure price, I I think he could cause a shock if if the top three are just a little bit off it. At four behind, he only needs to pull back one shot per round, doesn't he? And he's well in the yeah. Mix if there. you look at it, if you look at it that way, um, but but I mean he, he could get them all in in one round if he if he has a low one. He's perfectly capable of shooting very low scores. And the other thing. Big factor with him, of course, is that he, he took last week off. Last week's event at Olympia Fields, very, very tough course, and it probably took a lot out of them. Webb Simpson rather cannily decided, I don't fancy that course. I'm going to take my chances and have a week off. I might just slip down a, a ranking or two in the FedEx Cup, but I mean, he's, only, he's only slipped to fourth, and, and he's now got the freshness, mental freshness, physical freshness, to really attack this week. So it's a clever little advantage he's built in for himself this week and I think he could cash in. And potentially spend that week practising for this course as well, isn't he? So he's probably as ready as anybody for this challenge. Absolutely. 
In terms of the prestige, I mean, it's obviously a massive purse, this, isn't it? You know, whoever trousers the, the winning prize here walks away with a lot of money. In terms of prestige, uh, you know, alongside the majors, and if you look at what, you know, where people actually rate their careers when they finally finish, where does this rank? I think with all things that are newish, they need to be played over a number of years to sort of build some history. And as this is relatively new, it's what, 10 years old, maybe a bit more. It's not quite got the cachet. It'll never have the cachet of the majors, but I think it's building. And if you've got FedEx Cup winner next to your name, say, for example, someone like Billy Horschel, who's not really considered to have done anything in the majors because he hasn't, but he's got that FedEx Cup winner next to him. I think that kind of carries a bit of weight when you look at his CV. It just gives him an extra sort of sheen of confidence. So I think, it, yeah, it is a good thing. Maybe for the very top players, it's just like another thing for the CV. But for someone... Maybe even like Webb Simpson, maybe for someone like Daniel Berger, who's, who's got an outside chance this week. It's a really nice thing to have. Plus, of course, as is the <laughs> 10, 12 million, whatever you get. Crazy money, isn't it, for four days' work? Let's summarise then. Scotty Scheffler is the uh, pick to get the lowest score across the 72 holes of this uh, competition. He's around about 30 to 1 in the markets to do that. But to win the Tour Championship this year, this curtailed year, Dave Tyndall is going for Webb Simpson. He starts four behind on six under and he's around about 11 to 1 in the markets. Dave Tyndall, as always, thank you for joining me. Thank you, James. And however you bet out there, good luck with all of your bets. Gamble responsibly, whether you follow Dave or whether you go your own way. Wish you every success with your bets over the coming week and we'll see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.